And uh, three weeks ago, I started this series, Servants of the Kingdom. And we learned from Matthew 25, in the parable of the talents, that God entrusted us time, gifts, resources, and we all received it. And one day, we are going to be before him, and we are going to give account. Because it's not ours. It belongs to him. He gave us. And one day, he will ask you, how did you use your time, your gifts, your talent, and also your resources? Also, I told you that the way we will live in eternity, you can follow there, the way you, we will live in eternity, and what we will receive at the end of this earthly life, will depend on the choices we make, how we invest in the kingdom of God, how we use our life, our time, our gifts, and our resources on this earth. And the understanding of the Lordship of Jesus was stolen from this generation. Why? This generation of today, they accept Jesus as their Savior, but they don't accept Jesus as their Lord. And, and in this series, I am teaching you about what it means to be a servant of God. And today, I'm going to give you the fourth and the last message of this series. And this message is slave of Christ. And this is what I am. This is what you have to be. When you think about slave, what comes to your mind? When you think about slavery or slave, what comes to your mind? I know that this word slave doesn't sound so good in, into our ears. Slavery is a such a distasteful part of our past. And no one in their sound mind could think anything positive about slavery. Isn't it? No one. When you think, we think about slavery, something disgusting, suffering. Yeah. But, have you read the New Testament? Have you read the New Testament? Yeah? Hmm. If you have read the New Testament, you will see that we all are called slaves of Christ. <laughs> Nowadays, many people, they are going to call someone, let's call the apostle, the pastor, the leader, 
But now we are going to see what the Bible really says about us. And I want to start reading two verses. Colossians 1, 13, 14, first. And then Revelation 5, 9. Colossians 1, 13. Let's read all together. For Jesus has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves. Hallelujah. In whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sin. Hallelujah. Revelation 5, 9 and all. All together. And they sang a new song saying, You, Jesus, are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain. And with your blood, you purchased from God, persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. Wow. Jesus rescued us from the kingdom of darkness. You and me, before born again, we were lost. And we were in darkness. We were going to hell. We were lost. And the Bible says that Jesus, he bought us. He paid very high price with his own blood in order for you to be part of his kingdom and to be one slave of Christ. In, the, in this verse that we read, Paul said, are you with me? Don't get distracted, okay? Paul said, in him we have what? Redemption. In, in, our, daily, in our daily life, we don't hear this word redemption, isn't it? Have you, uh, when you are speaking to people, this word is just in the Bible? But also, redemption uh, is a word taken from the slave market. Did you know that? Yeah. It's a word taken from the slave market. And the basic idea of redemption is to obtain freedom by the pain of a ransom. And also, I spoke in the last message. And if you didn't listen to part three, please listen it. Many people wasn't here. Please read the third part. And I spoke what is redemption. And the problem is, many of us, we do not have understanding or revelation what an redemption is. If, you, if you, we do not have revelation of the cross, pay attention. If we, if we do not have the revelation of the cross and uh, of our redemption, we will live a happy life, focus on ourselves, and at the end of our life, we will, be, we will deeply repent from not having lived a life as slaves of Christ. I I was praying, I, I pray that may the Holy Spirit can help you today to have understanding. And also to give you revelation that 
We are here in this earth. First to love him. To serve him. And to serve the kingdom of God. And now I'm going to start this teaching. And I'm going to talk about this. What the Bible teaches that what we are. Slave of Christ. I think all of you knows that the, the New Testament was written in Greek. Did you know that? The New Testament was not written in English. <laughs> or, in your, or in your language. It was written in Greek. I'm going to speak about Greek to you, but I don't speak Greek, okay? <laughs> also, I don't speak Hebrew. But... I know every word in the Bible, the meaning, in Greek and Hebrew. Not because I, I study and I know the language. It's because we have resources to, to check online. And then I have a Bible here that speaks in English. Then every word, what means in Greek and Hebrew. And if you do not know, the, the New Testament was written in Greek. And... If you check, you are going to see that this, wor this word, slave, slave, appears in the New Testament 130 times. Did you know that? 130 times in the New Testament. That is the time of grace. Okay? And uh, the Greek word, I think I spoke last time, what is the Greek word? For slave. Do you remember? No. The Greek word for slave is dolus. D-O-U-L-O-S. Okay? Dolus is the Greek word. And the translators, when they are translating from Greek into English or into Portuguese, normally they translate this word dolus. They say servants. And sometimes they say slaves. But did you know there is different servant and slave? Right? Why? A servant can work in a place if he doesn't like, he quit and he get another job. But it's not about slave. <laughs> slave is different. And this is why I'm going to teach about that. For example, just to give example to you, in Matthew 24, 624, Matthew 624, Jesus said this, no man can be a slave to two masters. No one can be a slave of two masters. But what does your Bible say? Do you remember what does your Bible say? It's not what I read. Your Bible says no one can serve two masters. No one can serve two masters. But the Greek word that Jesus used here said no one can dolus. Or no, no one can be a slave of two masters. Did you get the point? Can you imagine in that time that we have we had slavery? Could one slave to belong to two owners? 
are true. No, it's impossible. Normally, one master, one lord had their servants or their slaves. And uh, let's see another example in Matthew 25, verse 21. This passage you know that we read. Jesus said, his master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. Huh. But did you know the Greek word used that Jesus used here for servant is dolus. It's not servant, it's slave. Or what Jesus was saying, well done, good and faithful slave. Well done, good and faithful slave. And also, being a slave, are you with me? Are you with me? Amen. Yeah. Being a slave of Christ may be the best way to define a Christian. We are, as a believers, slaves of Christ. The person who truly believes in Jesus is a slave of Christ. If you are not a slave to Christ, you don't truly believe in him. Now you are going to see something very interesting. I never preached that before. Never. Here in this church. Uh, but now we are going to see how all the disciples, how, how all the apostles saw themselves. Because all the disciples and apostles, many of them, they wrote some letters. And now we are going to see many verses. And there we are going to see how they saw themselves. And we are going to start with Paul, the apostle. Many people, when they are going to start talking about Paul, they say, the great, the, the great writer of the New Testament. Paul, the apostle. Or some people say, or the great founder of Christianity. About Paul, the apostle, says. But Paul, the apostle, did not see himself this way, that way. No. He saw himself as slave of Christ and slave of God. Let's read Romans Romans 1, verse 1. Let's read all together. This letter is from Paul. What? A slave of Christ Jesus, chosen by God to be one apostle, and sent out to preach his good news. Did you see the first title that he gave to himself? He didn't say, I am the great Paul the apostle. He started saying, I am a slave of God and a slave of Christ. <laughs> this is how he started. But I know some Bibles, 
Sometimes they translate servant of Christ. But the word that was used here is the word dolus. That means slave of Christ, not servant. Or this, this was his formal introduction to introduce himself to everybody. Slave of Jesus. Are you a slave of Jesus? Yeah? Okay. I hope so. <laughs> Let's see now how Paul the Apostle introduced himself to the Philippians. Philippians 1.1. Another book that he wrote. Let's read all together. This letter is from Paul and Timothy. What? Slaves of Christ Jesus. I am writing to you, to all of, of God's holy people in Philippi, who belong to Christ Jesus, including the church leaders and deacons. Here, Paul the Apostle includes Timothy and Paul. And again, here is the Greek word, here is, is the Greek word, dolus, that slaves of Christ. Again, let's read what he said to the Galatians. And he wrote to the church of Galatia. Galatians 1.10. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were trying to please people, I would not be dolus of Christ. Here again is the word dolus. And dolus means what? A slave. But I know why the writers, translators, normally use it servant and not slave. Why? Because this word slave is a heavy word. But this is a biblical word. And until the end, we are going to understand why. We are, God called us slaves or servants. And Paul the Apostle again said, Adolus of Christ, if I was trying to please men, I would not be a slave of Christ. And he knew what slavery meant. He said, I only do what pleases my master. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> this is the singular focus of being a slave. The focus of a slave is to please their master. Do you have this desire in your heart? To please your master. Paul also said to the Corinthians, we are not going to read, but he said, I, I, I have as my ambition to be pleasing to him. This is my desire. This is my desire, to please him. Do what he says, and do what pleases him. It's simple. It's that simple. That's what a slave does. 
Let's see now what Paul said to Titus. Another letter that he wrote, Titus 1.1. This letter is from Paul. What? Adolus of Christ. Adolus of, of God and apostle of Jesus Christ. Again, this word slave is the word dolus. He is a slave of God and he is a slave of Christ. Now, we are going to, to see. Remember, we are speaking about all the apostles, all the top church leaders. What they, they said about themselves. And maybe it's different what the people they are saying about themselves today. Let's see what James, the half-brother of Jesus. What did say James, the brother of Jesus? Let's read. Hmm. Can you imagine? James was bro Jesus' brother. He could say... Here, James, my big bro, my big bro, Jesus. And then I am teaching to you on behalf of my big bro. <laughs> no, 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 you are going to see. Let's see, James 1.1, 1, 1. brother of Jesus. No, this, it's broken, it's broken me. My heart, when I was reading, like the brother of Jesus, this letter is from James, ah, those of Jesus, slave of God, slave of God, and also of the Lord Jesus. Can you imagine? He is James, brother of Jesus, and and he he's not trying to elevate himself. He does not say, here is James, the brother of Jesus Christ. <laughs> but he said, I am a slave of him. I, he put himself as a slave of his brother. Because he understood his position. Let's read now what he said James in James 4. Verse 13 to 15. Let's read all together. Now, listen you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to this city or that city, spend a year there to carry on business and to make money. Now, instead, you want to say, if it is Lord's will, we will live and we will do this and that. Beloved brother, this is a slave talk. This is a talk of a slave. A slave cannot say, today I'm going to go there, today I'm going to move from this town, or tomorrow I'm going to move to another city, or tomorrow I'm going to go to another, I'm going to change to another church, or I'm going to do things. The brother of Jesus, he said, no. He said, 
if the Lord, if Jesus allowed. This is a slave talk. <laughs> Isn't it? He cannot say, and nowadays what we see, what we see, many people say, I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to move to another town. I'm going to I'm going to go to another place. I'm going to change my job. I'm going to change the city. I'm going to do No. The Bible says even about your life. <laughs> Why? Because he paid high price for you. Can you say amen? Amen. <laughs> you don't you are just a manager. A slave. You are not managing your house. I told you, you have nothing. Even your life, one day your life is going to be taken. The Bible says, you are going to say, I'm going to move, I'm going to make money. I'm going to do, one day your life is going to be taken. What are you going to do with all the money that you make it? This is what the Bible says. And many people are so greedy. They do not invest in the kingdom of God. They, they stole or robbed God. Why? Because they do not understand the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Let's see what the... I am showing you, my brother, just Bible. I'm not preaching anything from Pastor Marsh. I am reading you Bible only. And now he's going to see what Jude, one of the apostles of Jesus... What he says in his letter, Jude 1 1. This letter is from Jude. What? <laughs> A slave of Jesus. Can, have you noticed that in the Bible? How the apostles, how the leaders, they do the look to himself and say, oh, I am. The leader of the worship team. I am the one who, who play. I'm, I am the pastor. I am the leader. I am the top. No. You're never going to see them saying that. This, how this attitude is evil. It's evil. But as a slave. You know. A slave. He has to please his Master and the Lord and Savior. And now we are going to change to the great Apostle Peter. Some people, when they're going to introduce Peter, maybe if they invited Peter to their church, now I want to invite Apostle Peter, the only one, okay, Jesus also walked, but the only one who walked over the waters. Please come and preach. Apostle Peter, the man who walked over the waters. Hmm. Let's see what he said, Peter. Second Peter 1.1. 1, 1. The great Apostle Peter. This letter is from Simon Peter. What? <laughs> First, I slave. I slave. And Apostle of Jesus. Beloved brothers, what I am talking, teaching here now, it's about the elite or the 12 apostles, those who wrote the scripture. I am talking about the 
top spiritual leaders of the church. And all of them, all of them, happily and gladly, gladly, they identify themselves, not as the greatest leader, but as slave of Jesus. Slave of Christ. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, in verse 24, Paul, Paul is writing to Timothy and he's giving instruction how pastors what to conduct, conduct themselves. Okay? And now we are going to see orientations about whom? Pastors. Because Paul wrote to Timothy and said about the pastors. Let's read. First, second, second Timothy 2, 24. And a servant of the Lord, speaking about a pastor, okay? This servant, it's, a, it's the word dolus. A slave of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, second Timothy. Here, those who teach or lead the church are identified as slaves. I think most of, most of you know me. And you know when we have Shalom Total, when we have some parties here, have you seen me going to the front to have food first? Anytime? <laughs> Do you know why? Because servant is not the first to eat. This is a principle in my life. I know nowadays they put pastors. I don't feel good, okay, to go and to eat first. Why? Because I am a servant. We, we should all be slaves of God and slaves of Christ. Also, several times, if you read the book of Acts, Acts the Apostles, the believers are referred as slaves in the book of Acts. We have no time. I read a lot of uh, texts for you, but, but it's a <coughs> this is consistent in all the New Testament. But now, but this is not what I see in the church today. Why? Because I see people that they want God to serve them. They are in the church and say, God, I need that. God, I do that. God, do that. Sometimes I don't see this spirit of servant, this spirit of slave in the people's life. Because many people didn't have the revelation of the cross or the revelation of redemption. Now, I'm going to, to finish going to the last book of the Bible, Revelation. And uh, you, 
you might not think that in the book of Revelation is the book that talks about our future, about heaven. And maybe you're going to say, Pastor, no, in heaven there is no slaves. <laughs> oh, yeah. You are going to you are going to be astonished. <laughs> Even when you go to heaven, mm, your title are not going to be changed. <laughs> and then let's read Revelation one one, please. The revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show, to show what? His those. Again, the book of Revelation. To show his those, his, his slave, what must soon take place. Or the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show to his slaves. Or even when we go to heaven, we are going to be treated as slaves. We are going to see that. Also, we are not going to read. But in, in Revelation 7, chapter 4, you are going to see there a, a hundred forty-four hundreds of people in the future during the tribulation are still called slaves. Yeah. Also, let's read Revelation 10, 7. But in the days of the sounding of the seventh, of the seventh angel, when he is about to sound, the mystery of God would be finished. As he declared to his those the prophet. Hmm. The prophet were his slaves in the past. And also, the prophets will be his slave in the future. We, we saw that God called them in the past as a slave and in the future as a slave. And just continues on like through the book of Revelation. You are going to see, never changed. Now we are going to go to the last chapter of Revelation, the last chapter of the Bible. Let's see. Because here we are going to get a glimpse of heaven. Wow, powerful. <laughs> we are going to have a revelation, a glimpse of heaven. Let's see what, how God called us. Revelation 22, verse 3 and 4. Let's read all together. No longer will you be there any curse. The throne of God and, and of the Lamb will be in the city. And his those his, will serve him. They will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads. Wow. Hmm. Here in Revelation, the last book talking about heaven, the end of everything, says the slaves will serve him and they will see his face. Can you imagine? 
they slaves will serve him and also will see his face and his name will be on his forehead. Wow. Can you imagine? <laughs> what reminds you? A name tattooed in someone. <laughs> this is what the Bible says. Can you imagine the name of your Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach? Jesus Christ, the Bible says, you are going to be before him, you are going to see him, and his name will be on your forehead. Wow. Yeah, hallelujah. As slaves, we are going to have something in our forehead. Hallelujah. And it, it will be his own name. The name that is above all name. King of King and Lord of Lord. Hallelujah. Let's read it now Revelation 22, 6. And this is going to be our last verse. The angel said to me, These words are trustworthy and true. The Lord, the God who inspires the prophet, sent his angels to show his dolus, the things that must soon take place. Wow. They were slaves in the past. They will be slaves in the future. Hallelujah. And slaves in heaven. We are his slaves now. Are you a slave of Christ? <laughs> are you a slave of Christ? <laughs> we are slave of Christ. And we will be slaves in the future. And we will never stop being slaves. <laughs> never. <laughs> Are you a slave of Christ? Are you sure? Are you a slave of Christ? I want to ask you, what are the characteristics of a slave. Mm. First, exclusive ownership. Exclusive ownership. A servant can be hired and quit, as I said. A servant can be hired, can quit, can stop. A slave is owned. No choice. That means exclusive ownership because he was bought with a price. Eh? Remember, Jesus bought you from darkness. You were going to hell. You were lost and Jesus saved you and he bought you. This means redemption. You were lost and you say, come, I'm going to pay a price for your life. And then he went to the cross, paid the price to rescue you. And second, second characteristic of a slave, complete and constant availability and 
are you a slave? Complete and constant availability. <laughs> Complete and constant availability and obedience. This is why Jesus said, no one can be slave of two masters, right? It's impossible. No one can be slave of two masters. Or you are a slave of Christ, or you are a slave of yourself. You are serving yourself, your desires. You do whatever you want. That's why people have no time for God's kingdom, no time for the Lord, and they say, I am a slave. <laughs> Sorry. A slave is complete and constant availability and obedience. You could have two employers, right? You, you, you can. You could have day job and night job. But you can't have two masters. You can't have two masters. You can have two jobs. But you cannot have. And to whom you are serving? Are you Jesus' slave? We are slave of Jesus. Let's stand up, please. But I want to ask you, please, don't move right now. Don't, don't move, don't walk, because I want to ask you again. Are you a slave of Jesus? We are owned by him because we have been bought with a price. The price, it, this price was very high. It was his life. And now, if you are a slave of Jesus Christ, we, have, we must be in the position of complete and constant availability and obedience to our master. Amen? This is, we need to say, Jesus, here I am. Do you remember? Jesus came as one servant slave. Did you know? Yeah? Isaiah said that. And when he was here and he was praying, what Jesus said? Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Hmm. It's not more your will that should be done. It's his will. Why? Because he paid. Don't walk, please. Because he paid a price for you. And you don't belong to yourself anymore. And by the way, we always we are going to be a slave of someone. Always. Or you are going to be a slave of Jesus, or you are going to be a slave of Satan, or of yourself. And being a slave of Jesus, pay attention to what I'm going to say now. <laughs> being a slave of Jesus 
is the greatest privilege that we can have. Because why? Jesus treats us with love. <laughs> He's the best master. I have been treated with so much love. I gave myself to him. And he just, he's taking care of me and saying, Marcio, I love you. Can you imagine to have a master, a Lord like him? This is the greatest privilege. And, and he gave he give us the right of his children. And he calls he called us his children. Can you imagine to be a, a slave of someone? A loving man that he goes and say, you are my child. I love you. I love you. <laughs> this is why we have to serve him with our heart. He adopted us into his family. Call us joint heirs with Christ. Take us to heaven where we rule and reign from his own throne. And pours out all the riches on our lives forever and ever. For our own joy and his own glory. Hallelujah. Who would not want to be a slave and a lord like him? How? How can I not give myself a lord that treated me with so much love? Please close your eyes. Let's pray. Let's pray. What a joy to be servant of Christ. And today he calls you. Today he's calling you. Come and serve me. Today he's calling you. Close with your eyes closed. He's calling you. Come serve me. Love me. Give your life to me. Be a good and faithful servant. Oh, because one day I will take you and you will be with me for all eternity. Hallelujah. Lord, I bless all my brothers and sisters here, Father. Lord, and I pray, Lord, give us understanding, Lord, about who you are, your Lordship, Lord. Lord, we don't want just to accept you as a, as a, as a Savior, but we want to accept you as, as our Lord. We want to confess, you are my Lord. You, and I am a slave. And we will be slaves here on earth. And one, way, one day you will call us as a, a faithful and good slave, Father. Lord, I do pray. Lord, awake us. Lord, pour out your Holy Spirit upon our lives. Lord, I pray, Lord, give us revelation what means Redemption, Lord. You paid a very high price, Lord. And we want to serve you. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray and we give ourselves to you, Lord. And we declare we are going to be faithful to you. Here we are. Here I am, Lord. Use me. Could you say to the Lord, here I am, Lord. Use me. Say to him, because he's calling you. He's calling you, come.
Come to me. Come serve me. Come love me. Give me your life. He's, he's calling you again. He's calling you. Be a good and a faithful servant. He's calling you. Give an answer to him. Say to him, Lord, here I am. As your slave. As your dolus. Here I am, Lord. It's a pleasure to serve a Lord, Lord, like you, who loved me so much and gave your life to save me. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we worship you because you are my Lord, my King, my Savior. And, uh, and you saved me, you transformed me, you redeemed me. And one day I'm going to be in your presence. And all of my brothers and sisters, they're going to be together declaring you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And we are going to be received by you as a faithful and good servant. And we are going to give you the glory forever and ever. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.